Hi, I'm Elle Crawford Marsden. This is Heart to Heart, a podcast about life, love, loss and everything in between. It's a mix of storytelling and conversations with some kick-ass human beings, all with the hope that you may pick up a life gem or two to help you navigate this earth life. So join me to be entertained, enlightened and authentically guided to a more resilient life. Hi, and welcome to the second part of my interview with Kathy Rast, a fellow coach and all-round courage queen. Kathy has overcome some massive things in her life, including crippling pain and mental health issues that have kept her in bed for days. She finally listened to her body and stopped a very promising career as a psychologist to look after herself, her body, heart, mind and spirit. So welcome to the second half of the interview and I'll catch you on the other side. Look, I love um, what you just said about not pushing through and that the, uh, the whole society it seems to be on the... Um, you know, stiff upper lip, just do it. And resilience isn't actually what that means. A lot of the time, resilience is misunderstood as being tough, but it's not. Resilience is about bouncing back up. And so it's about recognizing where you are and surrendering to it and allowing that place where you are and that feeling and then moving through it and so that you can become back to your original better you learn from that so you're actually always progressing and so I really love to hear that you said you're not to push through and that's something I've really employed into my life in the last six months because I remember my whole life walking around and my sister used to say to me you can't get out of your own way which seems (laughs) seems very appropriate that sometimes you just don't feel like that you just don't feel motivated or you don't, you're feeling flat or low or grief stricken or whatever it is. And instead of just going now, come on, pull your shoulders back and down and, you know, be tough and walk through it. Now I just go, actually, you know, I'm, that, that looks like a nice sunny place on my couch. I might just go have a little lie down and allow myself to be me. And so I love hearing that from you, Kathy, that giving yourself permission not to push through just to be where you are in in your moment, in your feeling. And I think if our listeners can get anything from this, it's just to just be and give yourself permission to be. So do you, do you agree with that? I see you, see you nodding your head. So <laughs> that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And when I think of resilience, and I know that in our previous combo, I asked you a definition. I always ask, especially where somebody's anchored a word um, and I can hear it in a decision or a belief, I really ask what their definition of that is. Um, and resilience, I, I come from, say, now let's tap into my HR background. Yes, I have a colourful um, <laughs> and diverse career, which makes up a really cool mashup of skills that I have. Um, and resilience was that suck it up. And it's like, no, nah, that's totally old. That's the industrial era. That's where um, actually, do you know how many people, those poor people that had to embody that because that was, the only way to do things how and how much they gave up and how much they missed out on and we are fortunate even if it's um yeah okay i'm going to take just one minute for myself right now but for me it shows up as resilience is actually a visual thing for me um i love to tap into my senses and so 
yes, ask me where an, what an idea looks like to me. That's fun. Um, so it shows up to me as something breaking, um, in particular, so where we break metals and then we have to um, meld them back together to make them stronger. So the original structure needed to be there to break, to then be forged back together over and over and over again um, to become this most incredibly um, unthinkable strength that will last the test of time. So um, I'm just thinking every time I, something shows up that's really uncomfortable, um, either physically or emotionally or both, because I think they're the same, um, I'm like, cool, what's that about? Or sometimes I swear to myself and say, Nick off in my words, um, <laughs> and what's that about? <laughs> and it might be a different tone and um, I can play with the tone so much so that it becomes a little bit funny. Um, but it, either way, I'm leaning in and I'm being serious about what's showing up and learning the wisdom in that for me in that moment. My friend, a dear friend yesterday, just described how he had the experience of building his own knife. Um, and so if you can speak to anybody, I cannot describe it the way he did, but the pros or even go and do it yourself and see the heating and cooling, heating, cooling, bashing, um, bits and pieces that, that will just strengthen yeah. that, um, connection you have with that even further. So what is the one thing in the last 12 months that you did that really shows that courage? You talked about your, you know, your, your career and your professional life being a, a fabric like a huge fabric of different skills but what's the one thing that you did for yourself in the last sort of 12 months that really changed the trajectory of your life that was really needed courage to do oh the first thing that came to mind just then i decided not to be a psychologist wow after how many and years so of study Five yeah so study? that's my four year undergrad plus a year of professional into my internship which it was so much work, but I know that I can transform it into something. And um, I, I just got this thing where, and this is where we're going to be working the BBI, and this is what I'm going to be working on is my crystal clear service so that I can come to you and say, boom, this is what I can offer. Does this gel with you? And then we work out and see if we can work together or if we are a good fit or not. Um, I love no's just as much as I love yeses. Um, and so, by walking and saying that out loud and I literally it was quite funny I did that and I got curious about it and I think it's because we invest so much time and I invested so much time and energy it almost it honestly almost killed me like literally it almost killed me by having that much uh connection to it having that much um I had every single sense in a neural connection into that that got, making the decision to say, hey, I'm not going to go down that path. And I found, I realized in the end that I was doing it because I thought that I had to. But then when I went, what, what, what rule says <laughs> I have to do that? And I'm like, oh, stop it. Um, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to create, and this is where something again, that I'm in the last week, I'm nurturing an idea and I love nurturing ideas. And so, I'm really leaning into an idea that I'm going to come up with a term of what my service will be. And I don't think it will be coach. And it's definitely not psychologist. Um, it's not consultant, but that's what it says in my paperwork at the moment. 
Um, so I'm coming up with something that does capture my Kind of like skill a set yeah yeah i teach a bubble and squeak like your leftovers <laughs> that come together and create something amazing especially when you're so hungry and you need it um <laughs> so, so we, we said we we're going to get random um and so yeah it's going to come up it's got something to do with thinking and embracing my thinking skills okay. and lending that out um and hiring that out and so people can tap in my both learned and natural um, curiosity and thinking, critical analytical thinking. Okay. So yeah, I don't well, know what it's called yet. <laughs> no. Well, oh, well, we look forward to uh, hearing that when you when you uh, when it falls to you, it'll obviously download when you're doing something really amazing on your loom. I imagine. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm a big fan of. Uh, <laughs> well, if someone were to look at what I've done in my life as far as study and work, they would think that I have the magpie syndrome, which is I get attracted to nice shiny objects and that there could be a slight truth in that. But what I have believed and what I um, have learned is that when you are doing a course or reading a book or listening to a podcast or whatever it is you're doing, if there is a point where you let it go and you put it aside that's where you're meant to do it you're meant to actually you've learned mm -hmm. what you've needed to learn up to that stage mm -hmm. or you've mm -hmm. learned that it's not for you or whatever it is mm -hmm. and it's okay to put it aside I've got a year of an accountancy degree a year of a psychology degree a month of a counseling uh, diploma and I'm always looking to hone my skills so that I can bring my best set of skills to my to my um, clients and to my audience so I just mm -hmm. I don't it's very but society says you have to start it you have to finish it. if you start it you finish it and I think that we always get bogged down in that sort of oppression and that and that sort of feeling of guilt if we were to step away from something but I mean other than the financial loss there's no loss you know so no. I, but I'm how totally cool with to you say, and how cool is it to say wait who actually gives a shit yeah who gives if a I shit? don't do this Oh, that invisible person that doesn't exist. Yeah. So that's cool. But even if even if I've got someone pointing the finger at me, I had when I told um, some very important people in my life that I'm not pursuing a psychology career, they literally said to my face, and I took it with grace and with gratitude, and they said, "I'm really disappointed." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Oh, Kathy would have worn that. Would have just." kicked myself new Kathy said thank you so much for sharing it that's really I'm really grateful that you were able to be so honest with me and in my head I was like cool no worries yeah. I'm not taking that any further than here because well done you are not going to be in my every the bit where people weren't they'd come in and throw a comment and you weren't in my my 24 hour a day hell um which felt like a week felt like a day. A day felt like felt a week. Like a week yeah. And I felt every single sec of every single minute in pain, in struggle, in and just this most awful hell. And it's like, but you can come in with a few seconds. No, no, I'm going to again give you love and gratitude and thank you yeah. so much that you were so honest with me. That's amazing. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, I, I'm I'm quite happy to to walk away. And and then when you actually ask people and say, really, so. What's really, what, what do you see as important for me finishing this? And when you ask a question like that, people, oh, well, you're just supposed to. Oh, okay. So, but again, what to you, what's really important for you to me to finish this qualification or whatever it might be? And 
a lot of the people just carry that overarching belief rather than going, oh, wait, I actually don't have yeah. a personalized answer for you. And like, cool, there no worries. Go. Thank you so much. Have a think on it. Come back to me if you want. But if not, I'm just going to park it right here. And <laughs> I'll, I'll bring back my old project um, office of skills where I'm like, thank you for your feedback. I'm going to take that and file it appropriately, which was usually in the delete folder. But it's... Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, because I just everybody's coming from their view. They're not coming from the bigger picture. No, that's right. And I think that I, I have heard this saying, and hopefully I can get it right, that 95 or no, 92% of people don't think, like 5% of people think they think and 2% people or 3% of people think actually do think. So I think that what happens is people just take on the mantle of everyone else's beliefs or society's belief or what we should or shouldn't do. And they don't actually put any of their own individual personal critical thinking into it. They just accept it. And that's where I'm at. And I, um, I've been recently doing a lot of reading and work with um, Byron Katie and she, mm -hmm. and a lot of it is refreshing what I already knew, but what I love about her was she says, well, it's your business, their business or God's business. And when she talks about God's business, she means reality. So I've been mm -hmm. using that a lot. Is that my business or their business? Oh, it's their business. Okay, I don't have to get involved in that because that's their business. And that's a really liberating way to look at life. You just have to work. You just have to worry about what's going on in your business. And yeah. it's a much, much, much nicer and way to live. To put it in a NLP from, from neuro-linguistic programming, they call it perceptions projection. So really what your unconscious mind could be pointing out to you, you put onto someone else, you see in other people, whether it be good, bad, ugly, whatever it might be. So it's really fun when you carry that lens because then when somebody puts out something out there, you're like, oh, I wonder what that's about. Like literally that's what my head goes and I keep a straight face. Or sometimes it slips out and I'm like, really dude what's that about let's talk about that that sounds really juicy i want to go there is that okay and um yeah so we can have some really cool conversations when you and then when you bring that awareness to it you bring it into the conscious mind it's so powerful like you we just kind of back and forth there to go oh that's a thing oh okay cool i might look into that or i might just sit with that for a little while or whatever it might be yeah a bit of fun well so biggest decision in the last 12 months to save yourself and to help your own wellness was to walk away from a psychology profession which you'd invested five years of absolute sweat tears illness everything that went with it so congratulations on that what a brave decision that took super courage i bet that took a while to come to that decision so well done oh, i bet yeah. and it felt and like it, it a weight lifted oh, yeah, it still shows up every so often and I, I give it love and move it on um, in my own way uh, and which usually involves writing free form and then burning it. That's what it looks <laughs> like I've got a bonfire at the back of my house every day. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's lots of love when it shows up and I recognise what that part of me, my protection part is showing up and what, how it's serving me and yeah, and then I take it in that moment. So yeah, mm -hmm. it, it was it was a relief, and it was it was equally a relief and equally scary at the same time. Uh, yeah, I bet there's always plenty of emotions going around, isn't there? So, yeah, well, we have to experience both. And, oh, yes, yeah, the dark and the light for sure. Yeah, so and we have to to experience joy. We we have to experience fear and oh. and those kind of things and sadness. So 
they all play a role in and one of the things that I really love to teach people is how an emotion especially anger anger is my favorite emotion um can I quickly tell you why yeah quick yeah so anger is the best way it was described to me was that it's where our boundaries have been overstepped and we haven't been able to enforce them so as soon as I get peeved um, and I feel it where I feel it and I know where I feel my um, anger in my body because we feel our emotions before our emotions show up. So that's where we say pay attention to where it shows up in your body. I'm like, cool, where, what, what, what are you touching? What are you rubbing up against that I didn't invite you to come near? So um, that's pretty much how it shows up in my head. And then, but a lot of the times, and I've experienced this as well, we don't know what that boundary necessarily is. And then when we do, it's easy to release and go through it and release that emotion, go through its natural wave and peter out. But when we don't know or we avoid it, that's when it shows up for me as pain, um, as anxiety, as depression, as anger, as all these things. And my life kind of goes to crap. So um, that's where I know I have to stop, pay attention, take the wisdom and then be better and stronger for it. Yeah, that's a, I love that, um, the description of anger. That's perfect, perfect. Kathy, thank you so much for talking. What we're going to do to finish off, which I do with my guests, is to ask you your, just off the top of your head your five faves, okay? So your five favourite things, things, and I'm going to in these different categories, and so I'm going to just give you a quick category and then you can just go bang, okay? Oh, okay. So <laughs> go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, just try and keep it just like whatever's the top of the head. That's uh, yeah. that's the idea. Uh, what's the favourite thing about yourself? Curiosity. Beautiful. Who is your favourite thought leader? <laughs> <laughs> Could be my you. Husband. Your husband. Beautiful. It's me and my husband. Like you and your seriously, husband? some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth, like, dude, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> I just could never see it from his point of view, so I love it. <laughs> um, what's your favourite self-care practice? Weaving. Weaving, beautiful. And your favourite time of day? Uh, when I first wake up and it's not my turn to make a coffee. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> and you mentioned before when you're weaving, you've watched Trashy TV. What's your fa- favourite Trashy TV show? Oh, no, no. Come on. Okay. I confess, I like Be honest. Geordie Shaw. Geordie Shaw. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we just had two of us. I love tattoos. I want to get a tattoo. I don't know what I want to get yet. And yeah, just had two of us. I just love raw, overproduced uh, human behavior. So I probably do think about it at a whole different level to what it's intended, but I just oh, love well. it. <laughs> That's good. At least someone's intellectualizing it. <laughs> <laughs> they all are. They just don't know it yet. <laughs> no, that's right. Well, Kathy, thank you so much for joining me today for my um, Courage series. I really, really appreciate it. To everyone who's out there, I will pop all Kathy's details in the show notes where you can find her. She's actually got three Instagram accounts. Is that right? Three or two? Yeah, Instagram. my weaving, my coaching. My coaching I've just transformed into, I'm just going to park thoughts I've had there. Okay. Because um and it'll be mostly the material will be on my website um for my services yeah and then my other one's just me random stuff mainly my dog 
just the stuff that doesn't fit in. Okay, to either of those. The other two accounts. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so I'm going to put all those details on the show notes so that people can um, find you and follow you and see the transformation unfolding of Kathy as she goes through, especially through the next eight weeks through Brand Builders Academy, which clarity, is coming up. Yeah. yeah, so you'll get lots of lots more clarity and you'll see the direction in which Kathy is moving. So thank you so much for um, coming on board today, Kathy. I really appreciate it. Lots of love and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the second part of my interview with Kathy. Kathy is one of the most intelligent women that I think I've ever met. She is just full of wonder and curiosity and I just think she's just a really smart woman who's going to help lots of women in her career. Your life is your message, you know, so if you have got the courage stories and you can share them with people, then it gives them permission to show up and be courageous as well and I just think that's super important. So speaking of sharing, on Sunday mornings at 9am Central Standard Time, I do a Q&A live on Instagram and Facebook. If you would like to pop a question to me, I would absolutely love that. I love answering the questions that my audience send in. It is very invigorating and it makes me think and employ the skills and tools that I know into questions and I love that. So you can drop me an email at l at lcrawfordmarsden.com and just pop Q&A in the subject line so I know to look out for it. So that would be great if you could do that. The other thing is that podcasts, you know, as you know, there are thousands and thousands of podcasts and they infiltrate and spread from people sharing them. So I would love for you to share this podcast with someone who you think might resonate with my messages. That would be wonderful. And if you actually know how, <laughs> I'm actually not sure that I do, could you please review the podcast? I think you might have to go to Apple Podcasts or you can maybe able to do it on the platform that you listen to. I, you'll need to check on that though. But I would love for you to leave a review just so that we can sort of get a bit more pings on the podcast and, you know, just get some more listeners and send my message out a bit further. So that would be wonderful and I'd really truly appreciate and be so grateful if you would and could. Lots of love from me and from my big smushy heart to yours. I will be seeing you next week. I'm sure we will come up with something wonderful to chat about. Until then, lots of love. See ya.